You're not meant to live the status quo. If you start implementing this into your life, you will see great success. You have to live more in the moment, more mental clarity, more mental focus, you know, to be stronger. Welcome to the Bullseye Hustle Show. Learn how to make more money, create more momentum, and discover more meaning in life while hitting your goals every time with better accuracy and precision. Now, here's your host, Damian Martinez. What's up, everyone? This is Damian, and we're back for the next episode of the Bullseye Hustle Show. It's going to be a great one today because we're going to be talking about success secrets. And so uh, this podcast, this episode is going to be broken up into two parts because there's just so much content that I want to dig into with this. And so you'll see these episodes launch back to back. And so with that being said, the title of today's podcast is Uncovering the Top Nine Secrets of Successful People. And so over the last couple of weeks, I've really been digging deep into what makes people successful, what makes them click, what do they do, what are their routines, what are their habits, and there's obviously a lot more than nine, right? But these are like the top nine. These are like the, the nine that have frequently been talked about over and over and over again. And so if you can start utilizing these tips, these strategies, these proven uh, success formulas and start implementing them into your life, then guess what? You're going to start seeing a huge difference in the way you are efficient, number one, in the way you're productive, number two, and just your mental clarity and focus, number three. Like There's just so many things that, that adding these strategies to your life on a consistent basis, over time, you'll see results. And it's I've been doing this for a while now. Um, but specifically when it comes to these tips, as I've started implementing them more into my life, I just, I, I'm, I'm more laser focused. You know, I, I see income going up and more than anything, like I feel good about myself, you know, and that's powerful because when you feel good, you do good. I don't care what people say about, oh, you shouldn't be emotional, this, that, the other. Listen, when it comes to life, like when you feel good, you, you do good things. We don't feel good. You just mope and, you know, just kind of like don't do anything. Uh, we're emotional beings, we're emotional creatures. That's just how we're wired. Now, it doesn't mean we let emotions govern our lives, of, of course, but you know, when you feel good, you do good. And so I like feeling good every day. And so with that being said, let's start with number one. <laughs> so the first one is this. This is the first success secret, and you'll see this pop up on the screen. But um, number one, start your mornings off with silence. That is key. It is so important for you to start your mornings off with silence. So what does that mean? When you wake up in the morning, you want to take some time to just simply meditate. I like to pray, read my Bible in the morning. If Take some time, take some silence, take 15 to 20 minutes and let it be a time where you just, you know, basically rest. Like you already rested. You just woke up. Right. But before you get your day going, spend 15 minutes, spend 20 minutes, even if you don't have that much time at the morning because you're rushing, which by the way, we all have busy lives, right? We just got to carve out what's important. And so when, when you do that in the morning, what it does is that it sets the tone for your day, builds focus. There's a, there's a blog called littlecoffeefox.com and, and all these links will be on, on actually the blog post, but specifically you talk about how when, when you spend that silence in the morning, it gives you more energy, it builds focus, it gives an overall sense of well-being. You know, you're not rushing yourself uh, 
like the rest of society always tends to do. You don't want to feel like that. You don't want to live like that because when you live like that, it really becomes a counterproductive. You know, you feel stressed, you start getting anxious, and that's not a good way to live. You know, you want to live stress-free. You want to live as stress-free as possible. You want to be happy and joyful. You know, you want to maintain self-control. You want to be a, a person who's, a, who's loving and giving, a positive human. That's the purpose. So when you start off your mornings with some silence, whether it's 10, 15, 20 minutes, you know, between the 10 to 20 minute mark, and you just kind of focus and meditate and just, you know, just being thankful, being thankful that you woke up today, being thankful that, you're go- that you have a job, right? Or that you have a career, that you have a business, being thankful that you have friends and family around you, being thankful that uh, no one's close to you, um, who's close to you has, has passed away, you know? And if, if someone did recently, then, then be grateful for the life that, that, that they had and how, you know, they impacted your life and just being grateful, you know, doing that in the morning, it just sets the tone for the day. And I've, and I've studied literally like hundreds of <laughs> blog articles, um, different books that I've read over the years. And this is one that people talk about the most. Now they associate sometimes with this, with, you know, successful people wake up early, et cetera. But there's some people that, you know, you got to see how you're wired. You know, waking up at 530 in the morning is not for everyone. Uh, I know a lot of friends who are successful that they're night owls. You know, they, they do some of their best creative work at three or four in the morning, but they'll get up at like 11. It is what it is. You know, you got to find what works best for you. But, you know, if you're working the average nine to five day shift, you know, or you own your own business, you know, take some, you know, wake up a little bit extra earlier, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes and practice this. It's going to make a huge world of difference in your day. Okay. Number two, plan your day. And I know that seems obvious, but you should look at your calendar. You should take some time today, you know, while you're watching this or, or later on this afternoon or evening or first thing tomorrow morning and see how your day has gone over the last day or two, you know, and, and see, you know, if you, was anything planned? Did you did you follow a plan? Did you make a schedule? Did you follow that schedule? And then you're going to see that there's a lot of time that's being wasted, you know, in your day. Uh, so when you plan your day, you, you, you organize your day, you're planning ahead, and then you're taking action. Because when you're doing that consistently, you're not wasting time. Times are number one most, I did, I did this. Time is our number one asset. It's the one thing you can buy, okay? Other than, you know, if you own a business, then you can buy time by hiring employees, right? You can multiply that time, et cetera. That's, that's a whole different concept. But what I'm saying is that literally time is the only asset that we cannot physically buy. I cannot give a dollar or a hundred dollars and buy literally an hour and stop time. Does that make sense? Like, this is so important because when you plan your day, you're more efficient, you're more productive. Tony Robbins on his blogs talks about, you know, how to plan your day out. And, I'll, and I'll, once again, I'll put these links on the blog, on my blog, bullseyehustle.com, or you can go to DamienMartinez.com. But when you plan your day, it helps you think ahead, right? It helps you embrace rituals. It helps you actually even slow down. And this is something that's been big for me recently that, um, that I've, had, I've had a friend really help me out in, in this area is specifically learning how to slow down and enjoy the moment, enjoy the day. You know, there's times where I'm just so ahead in my mind, two, three, four months, wherever, and I'm not living in the present moment. Part of that is because I'm not planning my day, you know, and when the times I do plan my day, I'm, I'm just so strategic. I'm so focused. I get everything done. 
Um, and then I realized, man, I did all this stuff in a shorter amount of time. Now I have more time to dedicate to other passions, other projects, you know? So planning your day is key to your success as an individual, as an entrepreneur, as a professional, as, as a mom, as a dad, et cetera. So, you know, when you do that, when you plan your day too, what it does, it helps sets boundaries, you know, so that people don't come in and disrupt your flow. Plus, when you plan your day, it helps you take massive action and you start seeing those small wins and everyone loves winning, right? I've never seen an athlete get excited for winning second place. You know, they go for the gold or they go for nothing. And it's the same thing here. When you have small wins in your day, you just go, you start getting motivated, you start getting, you start getting hype. And that's important. That's key for personal motivation, self-fulfillment. Um, and also, you know, our lives impact other people. And so people see who you are, what you do. They see your energy. They feel your energy. They see your aura, what you're about. And you don't want to be someone who's just lazy and just kind of sitting on the back burner of life. There's a lot of people like that in society. They just live the status quo. You're not meant to live the status quo. Like if you're, if you're listening or watching this podcast right now, I'm telling you that you should not live the status quo. You should rise up and be and the person you're supposed to be. You should not live the status quo and live to your fullest potential because there's so much to do in life. Like if you're still alive, if you're breathing, you have a purpose. And my job, part of my job in life through this podcast is to help motivate you to, to go there and, and, and to go after it. Because as you plan your day, the number one thing that it also helps you do is it prioritizes yourself. It helps you understand that, you know, this is your life. Like, you're important. Now, th that doesn't mean you don't, pro you don't put other people in place. You don't prioritize others. But, you know, it's like when you go on a plane. They always go through the safety procedures. But it says, in case of an emergency, if, um, if masks drop from the, you know, from, the, from the ceiling, from the air vents, whatever, it says put the mask on you first, then you can help your neighbor. And sometimes we forget that we need to breathe first before we help someone else breathe. And so that's really important and it's key, especially for those who are givers, okay? And so I want you to remember to plan your day. If you, add, if you start implementing this into your life, you will see great success. All right, number three is this. Create success habits daily. I'll say that again. Create success habits daily. So what does that mean? It means creating positive habits by putting it by putting into place daily routines that you can do over and over so that you are finding those daily wins like I just talked about in number two. So how do you build good habits and how do you dish the bad ones? There's a there's a there's an article on betterup.com. That, that talks about, I love how they broke it down, and you'll see some of these on, here on the video. Um, but, you know, talk, they, they explain and they break down, like, what is a habit? You know, what's the difference between, like, habits and routines, you know? And, and really, the, the main difference between the two is awareness, you know? Both are regularly repeated actions, but while habits run on autopilot, you know, routines are intentional. And so when you build routines into your life, you're intentional about succeeding, you're intentional about accomplishing a goal. Like once you build routines, you're gonna see your, your productivity go skyrocketing through the roof. There's several articles online that talks about a habit takes anywhere between 18 to 80 days to like, actually establish, you know? And so that's what happens like on autopilot, you know, on, you know, in the background, think about it. You know, you wake up, some people go straight to their phone, 
right? Some people don't go to their phone. Some people go straight to the restroom and do number one, two, or three, whatever you got going on that morning, right? Some people go ahead and, and you know, they go, like, my routine is I wake up, look, look at my clock, what time is it, get up, go to the bathroom, floss, brush my teeth, you know, wash my face, uh, you know, take a shower, come back, get my clothes on, get my day ready, look at my schedule, look over my calendar. Take, I, I take some time every morning to just meditate and just think and just kind of like slow down. And, you know, that's how I start my day. That, that's a habit because I've been, I've been putting that into place over and over and over. Um, it, at first, it had to be a routine. I had, I had to get it going first, and then it became a habit over time. So that's number three is create success habits daily. So on one section of the, of the blog, it talks about the science of habits. So how do habits actually form? This is something really good for you to read and study, you know, for a little bit, because they talk about the psychology pattern, what's called the habit loop, where, you know, as you build a pattern, it goes, you know, you go from, you know, a, a trigger, something that, that triggers you to remind you of what to do to then you start to crave it to then you, how you respond to it. And then ultimately once that you're moving forward with the habit, that reward that you get, because the, 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 the goal of every habit is that reward, you know? So think about it, you know, you're, you're creating the habit to, you know, work out right for 30 minutes a day, you know, you start that habit. What's the, what's the end reward of that goal or, or of that habit? The goal of that habit is to be in better shape right? It's to have more mental clarity, more mental focus, you know, to be stronger, to be, to be, you know, more fit, to be healthier. Those are all the rewards. That's why we do these type of habits. Okay. And so, you know, there's also five mistakes to avoid when you're changing habits. Number one, five mistakes to, to avoid, um, you know, you don't control your environment. Number two, you're trying to change too many habits. Number three, you're not committed to habit change. Number four, you're too focused on the outcome. And number five, you assume small changes don't add up. You know, failing to control your environment is one of the biggest threats to changing an old habit. You have to take control of your environment. Your circle of influence, your sphere is very important, right? People call it your zen, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. You want to make sure you take, you take control of that because without taking control of that, then you're going to let the storms come in and mess up your emotion, mess up your psyche, et cetera. Number two in that, in that, in that, in that uh, section of the blog, too, it talks about sometimes, you know, we're trying to change too many habits too quick. Like, you know, when you focus on too many behavior changes, it's going to make you feel anxious. It's going it's to make you feel overwhelmed. You don't want to do that. Take it one or two habits at a time, and you'll see pretty quick how things start to change, and you can start adding more to your place so that you don't feel overwhelmed or anxious. Um, number three in that you're not committed to habit change. So a healthy habit takes 18 to 80 days. Some people say it could take as long as 254 days based on all some of the science of reachers, you know, being done. So just, just remember, if you want to set, start a new habit, you have to be intentional about it by making it a routine first, and then it'll turn into autopilot into a habit. Um, number four, to being too focused on the outcome. And once again, I'm, I'm breaking down this third success tip here, okay? So in, in this, it's all about creating success habits. And number four, like what to avoid in terms of making these mistakes is to focus on the outcome. Too many of us focus on short-term results, like losing 10 pounds for the beach, right? Or, you know, saving enough money just to, you know, buy this thing or buy that thing. But if you want like real lifestyle change, what you have to do is focus on creating like life's new lifestyle habits, 
Like, for example, last year in August of uh, 2021, you know, I made a commitment to really focus on my eating, my diet, my exercise. You know, I was at a place where I was not happy about who, you know, like how I looked or who I was. And over the course of about three and a half to four months, you know, I lost, I lost 60 pounds, you know, and then recently I just picked up, you know, I said, you know, I, I need to keep doing this, you know, cause I, I, I was doing great. Holidays came, I slacked just a little bit. I maintained great, you know, which was awesome. But then I'm like, Hey, I, I want to, I want to still hit my goals. I still got to do, I, I got to go after it. I need to do this. And so that's what I did. You know, I, I, I reestablished some habits that I, I let go to the side and I picked them back up. So what happens if you start a habit and don't finish it? Just pick it back up. Like no one's out there judging you. We're our biggest critics. We need to give ourselves a little bit more grace and mercy when things happen to us because, or, you know, because life happens, right? But it only happens because we didn't plan it because we're not controlling our environment. A lot of, a lot of variables there, right? And then, and then number five in, the, in this to kind of finish this up about habits is you assume small changes don't add up. One thing that, you know, I've had a weakness in at times is, you know, worrying about the big picture. And sometimes you, we can't control the big picture. What we can control is the small details, the small realistic changes that, I, that, that we can do on a day-to-day basis. Like, I'm, I'm, I have to live more in the moment. You have to live more in the moment. You have to live in today. Because this is all you got to make the most of today, okay? So that's number three. And then number four, before we wrap up this episode, um, because this is going to be broken up into two parts, number four is controlling your inner circle of influence. And this is huge. Uh, This is one of the reasons why, uh, you know, I was able to build a six-figure online business model called, you know, local lead generation. Uh, It's why, you know, when I became an entrepreneur, uh, back in uh, July of 2015, when I made the decision to, to take that leap and take that jump, is why I was able to even do that because of my circle of influence. I had some friends being negative nannies around me and just saying, "Oh, you shouldn't do that. That's risky." This, that, and the other. Uh, but they obviously weren't, you know, blowing uh, wind beneath my wings when they weren't giving me the energy I needed. And so you start to learn real quick who you need to surround yourself. Sometimes you got to cut off certain family members, you know. I mean, thankfully, I have, you know, my mom, my, my, my dad, my, my, uh, my brother, you know, they're real supportive. We all support each other. But you might have people in your family that, you know, they're just negative all the time. And if that's the case, you just need to limit your interaction with them. If you have some friends around you that, you know, are not believing in you or they're not, you know, really trying to motivate you, you might need to cut them off or limit your interaction with them, you know. So you control your circle of influence. Surround yourself with people that inspire you, okay? And so on, on this blog post called the, the goldchaser.com, you know, they talk about why it's so important to surround yourself with positive people. And one of the main reasons you need to surround yourself with positive people is so that you can make a big impact in life and you can see your goals and dreams come to pass. That's really one of the main things why you want positive people who are going to reinforce your dreams, who are going to help uh, believe in you, who might give you some constructive criticism, right, and some feedback but don't have dream killers be in your circle. You do not need dream killers in your circle. What you need are people who's going to inspire you to grow, inspire you to achieve things that are beyond your wildest dreams, right? So that you can go and do the things you've always wanted to do so that you can not only reach your potential, but go beyond your potential. That's why you want people in your corner so that you can be successful, right? So that you can achieve all that you've ever put in, everything you want in your heart, every desire you can achieve right? Especially when you have people in your corner. 
but you control who's in your circle. So if your circle's negative, you know, there's this saying that says, you know, if, if, if your five closest friends are broke, you're probably going to be the sixth one. If your five closest, if the five closest people to you are always sad and miserable, you're probably going to be the sixth person who's sad and miserable. But if the five closest people to you are, are joyful, right? If, if they're millionaires, you're probably going to be the sixth millionaire because millionaires talk about how to make money, right? Ideas, innovations, strategies, systems, processes, etc. You're probably going to be the next one, right? If you're surrounding yourself around people who are always laughing, who just love to have a good time, that's going to be your life, right? You control who's in your circle. So just remember that. So just to recap real quick, the first four of these nine is number one, start your mornings off with silence. Take 10 to 20 minutes every day, okay? Make sure you do that for yourself. You deserve it. Number two, plan your day, right? Because when you plan your day, you control your time. You control uh, the boundaries of those who have access to your time, and you get a lot more done. Number three, create success habits. You know, we talked about routines and habits. Make sure you start uh, building routines that'll build into new habits. Number four, control your circle of influence. Who you surround yourself is important. Make sure that they are like your dream team, not a dream killer. And with that being said, I'll see you on the next episode for part two of uncovering the top nine secrets of successful people. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the show, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from the Bullseye Hustle Show, give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at Bullseye Hustle and follow us on Spotify at the Bullseye Hustle Show. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.